The following interview originally aired on KPOV 88.9 on the Friday Point. You can listen to The Point 9 a.m. each weekday at 88.9 FM or at kpov.org. Policy, which I look at as the root word for politics, is about to make most of us more than just a little crazy. Not today, pal. My producer, partner in crime, although we don't knowingly commit any crimes, has encouraged me that occasionally we should talk about something other than politics, and that's rough for me and my OCD. Well, Dale Pilon, a 60-year-old ice hockey player, good friend and brother from another, is with us on the show today. He recently toured Finland and Sweden playing ice hockey. Also on today's show, we've enlisted backup, Eric Paulson, another ice hockey player, to help carry on a more intelligent conversation about a subject that I know just enough to be dangerously ill-equipped to be lost in the world of slap shots and icing. Without them, I might just be pucked. As the late great comedic ruler of ridicule, Don Rickles insulted many people as being a hockey puck. I would probably be just a little smarter than a hockey puck when it comes to ice hockey. I'm your voice of introduction, Steve, along with the one who makes this show possible, the one and only Paula, my soulmate. Stick around and be cheered up by these two everyday guys that enjoy the slippery sport of ice hockey. And please forgive my political OCD as it overwhelms me. How civilized of Sweden and Finland to become members of NATO even though they are considered somewhat socialist countries. Go figure. Here at Center Ice, these two hockey players are ready to face off. Welcome to the show, Dale Pilon and Eric Paulson. And I, I will just drop the puck so these two can scrimmage until the final buzzer cuts them off. Let's talk world travel and ice hockey. Welcome to you both. Thanks, Steve. Appreciate it. So, one of you guys want to kick this off? You should probably do it, Dale, and, and just tell people about going to Finland and Sweden to play ice hockey with a group of over 60. Sounds good. Thank you. So, the process started about two years ago when we were going to go in 2020, and then, of course, COVID hit, and our plans got canceled. So, two years later, we finally did get to go, but some of the some of the people weren't able to make it. So, uh, we ended up getting a bunch of guys from Calgary, Alberta, and one guy from Michigan, and one guy from South Carolina, and we came together as a team. We ended up getting enough bodies to go because uh, you got to have enough players, and so that was that was the big factor to get the South Carolina and the Michigan guy. And uh, just had a great time. So it was just a bunch of guys who wanted to enjoy hockey and going to Finland and seeing different parts of the world and interacting with other hockey players. All right. Well, we're going to give the mic over to Eric now and uh, feel free to ask him what you'd like, Eric. All right. Thanks, Steve. So, Dale, how did you guys come up with the original idea to uh, take this, uh, this show on the road with a bunch of 60 plus people? Chuck Tompkins, who I play hockey with, and you know Chuck probably. Oh, yeah. And Kurt Geisler uh, were two guys who came to me in 2019 and said, hey, Dale, what do you think about going to Sweden and Finland? And so Chuck and Kurt were the, were the guys to start the program because there's a company in Ontario, PLC Sports, and uh, they're the ones who set up these tours. So they have tours that go to Sweden, Finland, Switzerland, to St. Moritz in Switzerland, Australia. They got another group going to Australia. It was just one of the times, and it was a great time of the year as well at the end of the hockey season so anyway yeah that's how we got it going nice so once you guys had the the idea 
tell us a little bit about getting the logistics. Like you said, you had to end up drafting a couple of guys from different parts of uh, North America. And and I saw also, um, I want to touch on too, you, you, you played with a guy from Indonesia. That was really interesting. He, yeah, the guy from Indonesia was actually the guy from Michigan. So because we needed more bodies, the person who puts the tour together, PLC Sports, they knew other people who had been on tours and trips and put out kind of a memo, hey, anybody want to join? And so we got the two guys from South Carolina and Michigan. And so Victor from Michigan, he was the Indonesian guy, and he actually got on the Indonesian ice hockey team that if they would have won, gone further, they could have gone to the Olympics. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, it would have been kind of neat, but he, he was 50-something at the time, and you know it was kind of like the, the bobsled team from Jamaica. You know, just a bunch of guys who had no, you know, had didn't have great experience in hockey, but were able to come together and represent uh, Indonesia. So that was kind of nice. That's that sounds great. So you guys started in Finland. Tell us a little bit about you know the logistics of uh, getting to Finland from Bend and and getting everybody there. And how much time did you have once you landed? So everybody had to get their own flights. And uh, at first we were all going to land in. So we actually started in Stockholm. And so we were all going to land in Stockholm about the same time we had a bus ready to pick us up. But my flight from Amsterdam to Stockholm got canceled. So I had to find a new flight. So I was I missed I missed that bus pickup. So it, it was it was quite a flight. It was not too bad compared to the way home. But anyway, I uh, got there and one of my friends that I had played hockey with in 1982 in Camrose, Alberta, he came and picked me up from the airport so I didn't have to get an Uber or a taxi. So so that worked out real nice. And it was great to see him. And there was two other guys uh, as well that I played hockey with in, in Camrose, Alberta, uh, in Sweden. So we got to visit up with them as well. I, so I left on Monday, arrived on Tuesday, and we played Wednesday night. So we had we had one day to try to get a little acclimated, and it was nine hours difference. So I really had poor sleep the whole time, but imagine that, huh? Yeah, it's really tough. I fly internationally quite a bit myself, and uh, and uh, that, that first day when you when you head east, it's always a tough one. Uh, so oh. I feel for you, especially having to get out there on the ice. Tell us about the team. Um, once you guys all landed, and you get to do a little sightseeing, obviously, um, but I, did you guys get to play together at all before um, taking the ice in your first game? No, not while we were there, but uh, some of the guys got to play together in Calgary before we left. But uh, otherwise, no, our first game uh, of the tournament was was our first meeting for most of us. And, you know, we just all kind of know the same the same program. And so it all came together. You know, wingers play wing and centers play center and away you go. And, and uh, it just clicked. It was amazing. It was quite quite fun because... Like I mentioned earlier to you guys before the show, sixty-year-olds uh, still have egos, and so it was very fun to win. Yeah, absolutely. I I, I know the feeling. Uh, I played hockey since I was about thirteen, so roughly about the same age you started. Uh, however, I had a little gap in my career when I broke my femur skiing, so took some time off there. And then I've only played, um, you know, adult rec league hockey. And and yeah, I like playing because it's fun, but I also like to win. So I'm not going to yep, lie there. Exactly. Tell us about the old timers. What's the old timers turning in, in Lethbridge? Oh, so the question was, are we really called old timers? And uh, yes, we, we lovingly call ourselves old timers. Even when we went to Spokane in end of March, it's an old timers tournament. And so 
the old the term old timers has been around for a long time. And uh, when I was 16 in Lethbridge, Alberta, there was a huge tournament there, and it was called the old timers tournament. And so old timers been around for a long time, and uh, just you know guys who are in their 40s, 50s, 60s who love to play hockey still can because hockey's probably one of the least when in basketball and football or whatever, you you have a lot of knee injuries, ankle injuries and what have you. But so, uh, hockey seems to be a little less brutal on your body, especially now because it's a non-check league, of course. So you're able to play longer into your age. There was guys on my team who were 67 years old. I'm 62. And uh, so these 67-year-olds were doing great. And actually on the other team, uh, one guy looked probably 70 something uh, he oh, was yeah. he, he looked pretty good <laughs> that, yeah so, that happens right i mean hockey yeah, hockey yeah. hockey even though it is a little bit l- lower impact than a lot of other sports we can play it for a lot longer but sometimes if you're playing a lot of hockey in a short span it can take uh, a few years off you and, and make you look a little uh, with it. Look at these guys. Are you watching the NHL playoffs at all right now? Look at these guys. Oh, for sure, yeah. by, by the time they get to the Stanley Cup final, they're all uh, probably about down 10, 15 pounds in weight, and they look like just death. So, absolutely. Right. <laughs> We look like death just because we're some 60 to 7 year olds, so could be. That's right. And I'm, I'm aging up uh, quickly on you, too. So I'm, I think I'm com- considered an old timer now. I should be able to join you guys in Spokane this coming year. So you stayed in Stockholm for a bit there at the beginning. You played four games in four days, so quite a bit. And tell us, uh, what were the length of the games? Was it like standard, like 20 minute periods? Did you play like 20 minute halves? Like, how, how was that? Yeah, we didn't play the full, like in band, we play 17 minutes, three periods, 17 minutes running time. I think we played, no, we, we played the full 60 minutes as well, or, or close to 60 minutes and in all the games. So yes, at, at least an average of that. The games in in Sweden, in Stockholm, the, the interesting part there was we had, it was called the, the Swedish or the Stockholm Hockey Cup. And uh, we are actually the first American team to win that, actually North American team okay. to win that. But Congratulations. Uh, because a, thank you. It, it was actually the first year it's ever been held. So that's why we, we uh, were the first <laughs> ones to win. <laughs> that's great. But uh, yeah, so it was neat. They actually gave us a cup and we had to figure out how to bring it home without breaking it and getting it squished on the plane, of course. But there was only one, one team from Stockholm and the other two teams that we played, there was four of us. Uh, were from Finland in our in our age group. So there was other age groups below that, you know, forties and fifties. But uh, our group, we had two from two from Finland, one from Sweden, and and us, of course. And did so. they, did they have um, you know sort of a um, a VIP players area for everybody to sort of meet and greet, like in between your uh, your games and things like that, so you can meet some of the other age groups, or did you primarily stick with your sixty uh, plus guys? Pretty much stuck with our 60-plus guys. Yeah, there was no meet-and-greet, which I think might be due to COVID or something, perhaps, but uh, there was no meet-and-greets. Uh, although we did we did get to meet up with the teams afterwards, you know, in the in the hallways and right. the dressing room right. and whatever, and exchange gifts. I brought a bunch of gifts from Bend, Bend Visitor Center and uh, exchanged those, and other guys had things from Calgary Flames. Nice. Uh, um, yeah, so that was nice. They appreciated that because – Everybody over there works or they play on a club okay. and every every basic area has a club or, or city or portion of, of Stockholm. Stockholm has what a couple million people 
and they have these different areas and they have clubs. So they all have pins or little uh, pennants to hand out and exchange as gifts. And we, of course, didn't. So we brought things, like I said, from Ben Visitor Center at the Calgary Flames or uh, and such. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Tell us a little bit. We want to talk a little bit more about the hockey itself. Um I'm sure. I'm really curious. I played a little bit on some international uh, ice sheets in my day, uh, usually against the big Catholic schools in the Boston area. They all had like the big international ice, and it was it was quite a departure from what we're used to with the tighter checking and uh, the smaller ice ice sheet here in the uh, North America, um, the North American size sheet, which is 200 by 85 foot. But you guys are playing on a 200 by 100 foot sheet of ice. Tell us a little bit about that and sort of what your your game plan was going in. You guys hadn't played together, uh, so it's your first game. Like, take us in there. Take us to what you're thinking, what your uh, your strategy was, and how you were going to work with that extra ice. Our, our big thing was, oh my gosh, this ice is so big, we're going to get tired real fast. <laughs> <laughs> that was our biggest. It's like, oh my gosh, you see how far it is to skate over there? Oh, you guys, somebody pushed me. But uh, actually, after the first game, it, it worked out great. It, it was really nice because it really opened up the, the play. There, it wasn't as tight a check. So you had more room. You had more time to, uh, to get the puck, get your head up, and, and make that pass. And everybody was um, adaptable and sort of rode with that and, and realized, like, okay, I don't have to get rid of the puck within two seconds of getting it. I can actually pick my head up and skate down the ice a bit and look at my options. Correct. Correct. It was. It was. It, it definitely opened up the game, so it was uh, a little more, a little more free flowing. You you also had to kind of watch a little bit because you could get beat and, and gone around just because there was so much ice there. Where normally you would be able to, you know, steer them off into the boards or something. But right. yeah, it, it was just so much ice. It, uh, it it made it great. And after the like I said, after the first game, we were fine. So it it was it was actually more fun. To, to be on the bigger ice. And you won your first game? Yeah, we won our first game against Stockholm. One of the two games against Finland, we tied. And then and then the, the final game against the Finland team, we, we won that one, the two-to-one game. Yep. Nice. And, uh, yeah. and you took the, took the cup uh, to Finland with you. It was the next stop on the trip, right? Right. We left from Stockholm at about 7.30 p.m. and got on a ferry boat from Stockholm to Turku, Finland, and actually, it's the same boat we took when I, in 1982 when my team from Camrose, Alberta, went. So we're on this boat, and it's 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 a big. It's not just a ferry boat like you would see in Seattle. It's a it's like a luxury liner because you spend the night. So you get on at 7:30 at night, and you arrive in Turku, Finland, at 7 a.m. in the morning. And they've got a bar and a cabaret and uh, uh, restaurants and and shops and everything. So did you guys uh, uh, have a little bit of a uh, de facto celebration there since you, you're fresh off the cup and you're on this boat and you've got, got a little party scene going? Not really, no. Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> by the time we had dinner, everything shut down because it was midweek. It wasn't a weekend. And right. I guess in the summertime, in the summertime, it becomes quite the party boat. So there really wasn't much going on when we were there. We, it, it was, you know, it, there was very few people on the boat besides us. So, uh, we had dinner and then we all kind of wandered off to our beds because we're old and tired. <laughs> yeah, and you're still you're still dealing with jet lag, right? Because you said it was nine totally. hours nine hours difference and you're four days in, so you're you're probably about halfway to kind of getting to normal at that point. Yeah. Right? yeah, yeah, and then and then we and then we get into Turku, Finland, and it's another hour, so now it's ten hours. 
So that was that was a bit of a change there too. But the the, the boat ride was calm and nice, and it was uh, they had nice rooms that you you could you're sleeping in and such. It's like a it is like a cruise liner. And uh, the next morning, seven o'clock, we got up and uh, got off the boat and and went to a went for breakfast at a hotel and uh, and then we went to uh, three different cities while we were in Finland, which was really nice. So you get to Finland, you got a little bit of time. Tell us a bit about what that was like. What, what, what was the, what was the little place that you were you were at like? Yeah, so we're um, the first. So I, I'm I'm kind of drawing a blank on the first city we stopped in. Yeah, so the first city the first city was really quite nice, and it had an old uh, an old part of the city that was a UNESCO heritage site. And uh, had some old buildings that apparently were, you know, a couple hundred years old and just housing type buildings. But it was a nice city. And I think people had made the comments on my Facebook page that said, where's all the people? I think that was Paula and Steve. But uh, yeah, yeah, there, there, there wasn't. I mean, people were either working. There wasn't a lot of uh, walking. Go, but uh, mass transit is is big there. And bicycling is pretty big. So you see a lot of people on bicycles and and such. So there's the cars. You don't notice the cars quite as much as you would like in Seattle or Portland. Right. The mass transit is incredible. They've been they've been doing trains, electric trains for years. So almost every city had some kind of a mass transit system, which was really nice. So it was easy to get around. We could go wherever we wanted. Uh, quite often we took Ubers as, as well. Um, and that was just fine. All the Uber cars were either Mercedes or Volvos or Teslas or something. So they're all really nice cars. So it's quite a I was like, oh, this is this is kind of fun to take this this trip. Nice. All right. Yeah. I have to step in as the referee. Okay. The buzzer's about okay. to go off. So I didn't do anything. <laughs> in the box. In the box. No, I, oh. I don't know enough about hockey. <laughs> for sure. Well, so can you briefly kind of sum up the feelings about NATO and joining NATO? Sure. I thought he so, wasn't going to go political, but I'm here not. It is. Just a little. Just a little. Because they're so civilized. Every everybody we talked to, of course, that was. Uh, I think I brought it up almost every time, and uh, I said, "So, what's what's your feelings about joining NATO?" And everybody I talked to, whether it was in Sweden or Finland, said, "Yes, we are for it. We cannot trust Putin. We cannot trust that he won't come across our border." They've had they've had good relationships with with uh, Russia for many many years. I mean, back in nineteen eighty two, Finland. And Russia had great trade and and all that good stuff, and they there was no animosity there whatsoever. But they're worried now of so um, everybody was very positive about that. Uh, there was no negative feelings about NATO, and they were they were happy. Very cool. So, yeah. Very cool. Well, listen, yeah. Dale. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we're out of time. Sure. Uh, and I want to give thanks to both you and and Eric because uh, I I do know a little bit about hockey but not nearly enough and you guys are definitely well versed in it i think we got to talk a little bit more about hockey this time and less about how handsome dale is oh great uh, <laughs> great yeah yeah okay well thanks to, to both of you thanks for listening to this kpov podcast kpov is community radio for the high desert of central oregon for more information and our program schedule go to kpov.org we value your feedback Drop us a note at podcast at kpov.org.